morning, good evening, or good afternoon. This is Eric Troop, and this is Comics Empower. I almost said this is Blind Geek Adventures. No, this is not Blind Geek Adventures. That's a different podcast, which really needs to be updated, by the way, but I'll do that on my own time. This is your time, or my time for you. This is the Comics Empower Journal. Entry number three, I think. Maybe I should just stop numbering these because uh, I'm going to lose track. So this is another entry in my Comics Empower journal. And I still... Well, I'll get to that in a minute. That's a, there's a bit of a rant because I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed today. And I'm afraid that's going to seep through into this um, this entry here. And, and so... Some people find it fun when I rant. Other people, well, you know. So you'll have to let me know which camp you fall into. Uh, that would be blindgeek at lioncourt.com. Uh, lion like the Lion King. Court like tennis court or legalcourt.com. Um, so, yes. We'll, we'll get to, well, well hmm. This is... The fun thing about going all spontaneous with this stuff, because I've got several things I want to hit on, and I don't know which order I want to hit on them in. I don't know in which order I want to hit on them. So, uh, let's just start at the beginning. I was all set to have an afternoon of reading, and that included the comics. I was going to read some comics. I was going to finish Battlefront Twilight Company, and uh, but mainly I was going to focus on comic books and have some actual stuff that is salient to talk about because that's what we're supposed to be doing here. And I've been dragging my feet uh, unintentionally, but it's just been a very busy life uh, this week as far as stuff being taking up a lot of my time. So this was this was the afternoon when all this was going to happen. And sure enough, what happens? But my internet is down. Now I have most of my comics and power stuff in the cloud. I don't necessarily okay it's on my computer but here's the th- <laughs> here's the thing and it's one of those things you don't really think about until after the fact now that this thing is done i could have gone upstairs and gone to the computer and and listened to comics from there but did i think of that in the last two hours that i was battling the friggin' internet trying to get it to come back up no of course not, because that actually makes logical sense. And we can't have that. That That's just not... Anyway, so, yeah, I've been futzing with the internet for the better part of two hours now. And it's finally, I think, gone back, gotten back up. I don't know why it was down. I just, I was doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. And eventually I got them, which... which they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. I guess I have conclusively proven that I am, in fact, insane! There wasn't that much doubt to begin with, but after this, because I did do this over and over and finally got different results. I don't know whether I just waited, wasn't waiting long enough for the modem and the router to reset, or if that third time of unplugging and replugging in the Apple TV finally paid off, or the, uh, just sitting and stewing, waiting to see if things changed as I as I tried to connect to my library over and over again. I don't know. I don't know. Finally, I just threw my hands in the air and decided to uh, listen to Colleen's most recent journal, which was the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And in getting so captivated by what she was saying, I lost track of time 
Uh, not that it's very, it's not a long journal entry, but this must have been right on the cusp. It was after the last attempt I made, and uh, I was just absorbed in the journal and what she had to say, and then bam, I heard a little blink from my speakers in the living room, and sure enough, I think the internet is working. I think! I don't actually know for sure. I have not yet tried. In fact, you know what? We're sitting right here. We're sitting right here. I've got the remote. We're going to see if it actually came back. Uh, hold on. This is just riveting listening, I'm sure. Okay, let's just... Okay. Alright, we're doing... Hold on. Let's see if I can get Siri to work. That'll be the telltale. Are we going to... Ooh, maybe it's not working. I thought it was working, but Siri's not responding. Anyway... Movies, row one. All right. Photo, music, Let's just one. pick anything to try playing it. Here, just do a shuffle. And we got nothing. So, internet's still not working. I don't know what the hell's wrong, but I finally just... just... Well, you're not... See, you say you're playing something, but you're not playing anything. Okay, so anyway, that's why I'm annoyed, because I don't know what's going on. I don't want to use too much data, um, because I'm kind of low on data this month. We went binge-watching, and, uh, well, are paying the price for it now. So, uh, all right, you're obviously not. All right, I don't know what the hell's wrong with it. Okay, so, <laughs> that there you go, riveting podcast listening right there um so there's that there's there's that uh i uh, maybe i'll make this a little shorter than i intended to and i can i can uh get winter issue one going on my phone i it just bugs me well no i've got to leave in about a half hour okay but the other thing i wanted to, to touch on is i wanted to answer colleen's question uh, as far as how do I feel personally about reboots in comic books or or any number of franchises, um, and it, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do know, but it's like there's no, there's no. It's a complex thing for me. It isn't a simple. I feel okay about it, or I don't feel okay about it. It, it because sometimes the reboot is better than what came before, even if what came before was what I grew up with. Um, that's not often the case, but I don't know if this really qualifies as a reboot, but uh, I'm thinking of Star Trek when the movie Generations came out in 94, and they... <clears throat> spoiler alert. Alright, if you haven't seen the movie, don't listen any further. I'm going to give you the big ending. You've been warned. Okay, I think everybody's back now. Nope, if you don't want to know, you got to go. I'm telling you, you're sticking around. I, I know who you are. I, I hear you out there. You're sticking around thinking, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I might eventually. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm going to ruin it for you. So, this is your last chance. Go. Chew. Okay. Stay at your own peril. Uh, they killed Captain Kirk. Dun, dun, dun. And William Shatner, along with Judith Garfield, Judith and Garfield Reeves Stevens, um, wrote 
a series of novels wherein Kirk came back. And it went into this whole big thing where he... I it's been a long time since I read it, so, so if those of you are familiar with it, notice I'm getting details all screwed up, then I apologize. The gist of it, as I recall it, is that it was something to do with with uh, the Borg and how they used Borg technology to to revive him uh, or something. And, and anyway, it went into this whole big thing about how the Borg was linked to V'ger. V'ger was like, from Star Trek, the motion picture, was the origin in his own way of the Borg collective. And it was a really cool tie-in that tied a lot of things together. And I thought, man, I wish they had done that in the uh, actual series official canon. That's a little different because the novels were never really thought to be official canon. In other words, the stuff that is on the TV supersedes the stuff that is in the novels. And if there are any contradictions between the two, the TV series wins out. And what I chose to do with that was just give it the middle finger and say, that's not how it is in my head. So I have my own head cannon, which is a really interesting image. I just picture somebody pointing this huge cannon at, at their head. And I don't know, that's, then it gets disturbing from there. Um, beaming in different scenarios and plots right directly into their skull through their brain matter and into the, anyway, um, yes, this is, so that's my headcanon. And I guess I do the same thing with uh with the Harry Potter stuff. I don't I don't it's a little different because that's all done from JK Rowling. So um I have not seen or read The Cursed Chi- Cursed Child or um I have not yet seen Fantastic Beasts. And I I don't know. I I haven't but I I'm sure I'll get around to it eventually. I just, I, I think in this instance, despite what I just said, I feel kind of protective of my Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if I, I don't know. I feel in some ways, and this is no disrespecting JK Rowling whatsoever. She can do what she wants with her own creation. I feel like this is just a way of keeping it alive and trying to get more money out of it. Oh, we have this franchise, but uh, the main story has been done. What can we do to keep it, keep it generating cash flow? And I'm just not sure I want to go along for that ride. I probably will, but I haven't gone out to the theater yet to see it. Um, I sort of like the fact that the story was self-contained. And I guess it still is. You can read the books and just not go any further. But, so so again, this is not a case of me saying, Oh, J.K. Rowling, she's dissing the fans. Man. No, she's doing, you know, giving people what they want. And that's great. I'm just not sure I'm one of the people that wants it. And that's my choice. Um... 
And as I said, this is all talk. I'll probably wind up seeing it. Um, I don't know if I'll see it in the theater because my movie budget is very limited and I want to see Doctor Strange and I want to see Moana and I want to see... I'm definitely seeing uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story when it comes out. So that doesn't leave a lot of room for other movies. So I may have to wait for the rental for Fantastic Beasts, but uh, I'll get around to it eventually. And see, that's the thing. As, as fans, we get to prioritize these things and decide which of our fandoms is more important. Um, but yeah, reboots are tough. I, I was not happy with the direction they took Superman in uh, the... Um, so much so that I'll, I will confess I have not seen Man of Steel, nor have I seen Batman vs. Superman. Um... And I don't really have many regrets about that based on the things I've heard from people whose opinions I respect uh, and or and mostly share. You know, based on how I know they feel about past things that we've seen together, I can I can guess that I will probably would probably feel the same way uh, if I saw the same movie. Um it just seems like they took Superman in a dark direction, and I'm kind of sick of darkness, quite frankly. I'm, I'm tired of everything being so dark. Oh, it was awesome. It was so dark and gritty. And oh, it was just, it was this grim take on superheroes and, you know, the burden of responsibility that I have with these powers. I mean, Spider-Man can pull that off because he's... Cracking wise and and kicking butt and and it works. But and he's got to deal with his responsibilities as Peter Parker and and that works. But the angst ridden. Oh my God! I have these powers. Oh the burden. Heavy is the burden of being me. I mean, I'm not saying that's what they did in Man of Steel. I, I, I that's what I've heard they've done. And uh, if that's the case, I don't. I'm not interested in seeing that. Um, I'm not interested in seeing that in general, regardless of what movie or book or comic or whatever it takes place in. I, I just, to me, I don't know. Superheroism should be fun. I mean, yes, it has a, it's serious consequences. And there are times when you can have those moments. Oh my God. I just watched five, uh, people be killed in that accident. If I had not been distracted by this, mundane thing I could have saved those people or something like that I mean that's one thing but um good god I'm getting off on a tangent here aren't I uh but anyway that that's uh not what I read superhero fiction for and I like the fact that I mean Batman see that's the other thing that works for Batman um and it works in a different way for Spider-Man but Superman's always been the Boy Scout and that's why I liked Superman is because he was that. He, it, sometimes optimism is a refreshing thing. And I guess I'm just tired of... I, you get enough cynicism and negativism and pessimism and all these isms in in real life. I don't need them in my entertainment as well. And for a while, it was kind of ref- neat to have that take. But it's gotten so overblown and everything's got to be dark and Real, the realism of it all. And no, come on, we're dealing with somebody who can pick up a plane. There's no realism. Come on. So, I mean, I do like how Supergirl, the series, the TV series has dealt with that. I haven't seen the second season, but the first season I thought was really nice. It was a refreshing optimism for a change. 
in in modern superheroics that I, I thought was pretty neat. So if I ever get my internet back up, I plan on watching the second season of Supergirl. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And so that's, that's reboots are, are a mixed bag. Um, I'll give you another example of where I thought the reboot was really unnecessary. And, um, I did not. It's funny. Normally I am of the opinion that one should see something and make up their own mind. And I, I'm citing examples in this journal where I didn't do that. And, uh, but I have not yet heard anything that led me to think I should revisit this and maybe give it a chance. So, um, I don't know, but fantastic four, the most recent, uh, movie they did. I, I have not heard any good things about it, have no desire to see it. And, uh, it just seemed like it was unnecessarily deviating from the, the, uh, main thrust of the comic book, which I really enjoyed the, uh, the movie that came out in 2005 and the sequel, although the sequel, not as much because I thought they kind of, uh, wimped out on Galactus, but I mean, really, how do you do Galactus on the silver screen? That I don't even know how they did it in the comic books. Actually, how did they do? That's, that's a good question for, that's a good question for Guy. How did they portray Galactus in the Fantastic Four? This dude is a being who can eat planets. How the hell do you show that in a, in a, I mean, is he just a normal, is he look, is he huge? Is he a, a normal looking guy? I mean, if he's normal size, how does he eat a planet? Is he absorbent? Does he, I mean, I can't, <laughs> Just, he's in, floating around in space and takes a planet and just shoves it into his mouth and just home. And then it's like a half-eaten planet sitting there with, with a big chunk out of it and like an orange that's been partially, again, my brain. But uh, anyway, that's uh, one more thing and then I'll wrap this up because it's been going all over the place. Um, and... I guess that's okay. I will, I'm going to get to comic books. Damn it. I, I just, I, like I said, today was going to be the day. Today was supposed to be the day. <sighs> I just finished performing last night. I did that. I had the day to veg and, uh, was planning on sitting in front of my, just sitting on the couch with my dog who has actually been sitting beside me this entire, through this entire internet ordeal. Hi, Zeke. Um, and we were going to read comics and finish Battlefront Twilight Company and uh, just have a day. Have an afternoon of slothfulness and <laughs> and reading. And now we got this. So, exactly, Zeke. I don't know if you heard that on the thing. He just let out this huge snort. Um, so, the last thing I want to talk about is I want to... I want to hear from listeners of the Blind Panels podcast because I have been having issues getting podcasts from the feed. And I thought I had resolved it, but I haven't. Uh, I 
have been using, up until very recently, a program called Overcast, which is a podcast. They used to call them podcatchers. I don't know what they call them now. But it it takes all the podcast feeds that you list, that you subscribe to, and it gives you all the uh, episodes as they come in, so you don't have to go hunting for them on the various websites and, and RSS feeds that they are a part of. It just, you tell it, you subscribe to the RSS feeds, and it takes those uh, and and does its thing. And it wasn't getting the blind panels podcasts. It went up to 32 and then stopped. And so I finally, due to a couple other issues as well that I won't get into because they're not pertinent to this discussion, I decided I got a guy had given me the feed. I went on the feed and tried to subscribe via the URL for the feed. And it said, there's no podcast feed found here. So I went, okay, well, what the heck? So I decided to go on to iTunes, and I tried checking that, and all the episodes were there up until uh, 42, which was the current one at the time, and they're still there. All the episodes are on iTunes, and I thought, great, I'll just use the uh, iTunes subscribe URL, and I'll put that in Overcast, and that'll give me my Blind Panels podcast feedback. No, it didn't. It said, can't find a podcast feed. And I thought, what the heck? That doesn't make any sense. So I decided, well, that's it. With the other things that are going on with Overcast, again, that I won't get into, uh, I'm going to try a different... I'm going to try using the podcast app that is given with the iPhone or with iTunes. And so I went and ported all my podcasts over, and I've been using the podcasts app, and I thought, good, problem has been solved. Because there is Blind Panels, I subscribe to it through iTunes. I know iTunes is getting all the episodes because I can see them all right there on the on the screen next to the subscribe button. Problem solved. Except that it's not. Because I was waiting and waiting and listening to podcasts and all of a sudden it dawned on me, I haven't gotten any Blind Panels podcasts for a while. What gives? So I go into Blind Panels and it said... Zero unplayed episodes. Well, that's not true, because I know there was an episode that was released not uh, two days ago, I said. And uh, I have not listened to it yet. So I went in, and it's on the iTunes feed. And I can play it on the iTunes feed. I can click on the episode, and it will download, and it'll play. But for some reason, it won't go into the into the actual podcast feed so I, my question to you all is, are any of you getting blind panels through an RSS feed? Or is, I'm basically trying to figure out, is this a me problem or is this a technical problem? Because if it's a me problem, then uh, I'll figure something out and, or I'll just deal with the things as they are and, and, and go into a corner and cry and just be pathetic. But if it's a technical problem, then it's something that ought to be um, straightened out, and I'm sure will be. I'm not saying anyone is at fault, because I don't think anybody is. It's just one of those things that there's a... I, I don't know. Um, these things happen. and So I, I'm. let me know at blind... It's uh, blindgeek at lioncourt.com just with a subject header... Comics and Power podcast, and 
Because I, I want to know if this is something... I mean, if it's a me problem, I'll work on it from my end and, and get it figured out. But if other people are having the same problem, then, then uh, yeah, I'm, I'm repeating myself. So, But thank you for emailing me in advance. And uh, thank you for listening to this this uh, babbling for the last however many minutes it's been. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Hope you have a great day. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go on, Eric asked a question about Galactus, and I want to answer. <laughs> so, well, first thing, nice to be back on the podcast. I hope you're enjoying uh, the comics journals by Colleen and by Eric. Uh, I think it's a much better concept for the Blind Panels podcast. And we're going to talk about how the podcast is going to change in a future upcoming episode. But now I just want to answer uh, Eric's question. So, what does Galactus look like? What did he look like? First of all, Galactus... <coughs> First of all, Galactus looks huge. He's a giant. He's not as big as the Earth. He can't swallow the Earth. He's just a big giant. He's like, I think, four or five stories tall or something like that. That's that's the impression I get. That's not the official Marvel uh, data. And he looks like a slightly... Um, he looks like a man, but he is structured slightly childish. It's like a more like a chunky three-year-old, but big. So it's like a tall seventeen-year-old, three-year-old, something like that. He looks tall, and he wears his entire body is covered in a costume, and there are a couple of really strange kind of horn-like things above his head at uh, that are about a 90-degree angle on each side. You go up and then sideways and in on each side. And that's about it. That's what he looks like. He doesn't look threatening or big. It depends on how you draw him. I think in the beginning, he... At least I thought of him looking a bit like a child. And maybe that's because they put the watcher next to him who also looks like a child. But... He has a machine, and the machine is the thing that devours worlds, and he then takes whatever energy the machine feeds him, and then he eats it. But he's not as big as the sun. Uh, and that is today's answer, and that's it for today. I'm going to let this be Eric's podcast. So, have a great day, enjoy your life, and we will see you in the funny pages.